Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Tony Kaizen Podcast. I am your host, Life in English. And yes, you are right. I just switched it up on you. Got to make sure you're paying attention. And in this episode, we are back with another music-based lesson. All right. And uh, we're going to be listening to some hip hop. Now, the song we're going to listen to today is called A Nigga Shot Me by the American hip hop artist King Chip. King Chip comes from the city of Cleveland, Ohio an area of the country that's known for having many poverty-stricken neighborhoods ever since many industries and factories left the area, leaving little work for people to do, okay? Now, in the song, A Nigga Shot Me, King Chip is going to tell a story about a dream he had once. I chose to share this song with you because it's one of my favorite songs by this artist, but besides that, there are a lot of words and phrases in this song that I doubt you'll learn at an English school. I believe this song will be pretty engaging for you because it's a story that you can follow from start to finish. All right. Now, as always, I'm going to play the entire song, then explain each line in detail and then play the song again. So let's get started. Last night I had a dream I woke up and thought a nigga shot me, shot me, shot me Last night I had a dream I woke up and thought a nigga got me, got me, got me But I'm glad it was a nightmare that I had when I was having my dream, my dream, my dream I be living in a nightmare every night when I'm having my dream, my dream, my dream Chip, wake up my nigga wake up, chip wake up My nigga wake up My inception is more perfect than perfection My recollection is 
king, shit was flexing Having days I ruin my dreams, fuck does that mean? Even in my dreams, won't let you fuck with my team I went to go shoot the nigga who killed Hawk Parked the whip around the corner, then got out and walked So I'm standing in this driveway, chugging the brew Let the tech nine sing while I scream for you This next door neighbor thought that he was under attack A couple rounds hit his house, he came out with the Mac I did a Michael Vick, Jesse Owens, hauling ass Rolling felt a tingle in my neck and in my chest and kept going Got around the corner, hopped up in the hottie Peeled off, started coughing, couldn't stop coughing Looked up in the mirror, I was holding Pulled the Buick over, said a prayer, then she woke me Last night I had Went to sleep and continued my dream When I dozed off, I woke up in that Buick and bleeding I merely picked up where I left off I'm half dead on the 125th And my stolen asset Started feeling around for my phone to call for help Might have to drive right to the Cleveland Clinic myself Damn, this shit is starting to hurt, choking on blood That nigga who just shot me is still coming on foot Started panicking, didn't remember, still had some bullets left Hurt the upper tech, but I upper tech, let him feel it Yeah, I hit him, but he was still coming and busting shots Duck down in that Buick, but damn, nigga got shot Another one to the back, I'm burning rubber Hit a couple corners, started thinking about my mother Wishing I could say bye to my son, dying lonely I exhale, said a prayer, then Last she woke Last night I had a dream I woke up and thought a nigga shot me, shot me, shot me Last night I had a dream I woke up and thought a nigga got me, got me, got me But I'm glad it was a nightmare that I had when I was having my dream, my dream, my dream I believe that she woke me Thank God she woke Thank God she woke Cause a nigga thought he was gone A nigga thought he was gone Hopefully you enjoyed the song Some good hip hop music right there Now, as I promised We're going to go through every line of the song To make sure you understand Everything that's being said And again, hopefully this one shouldn't be too difficult Once I explain, you know The different words and phrases that you may have never heard before But it's it's a story from start to finish So it should be pretty easy to follow 
All right. So first, let's listen to the hook or the chorus or the main idea of the song one more time, and then I'll explain each line. All right. Let's check it out. Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought a nigga shot me, shot me, shot me. Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought a nigga got me, got me, got me. But I'm glad it was a nightmare that I had when I was having my dream, my dream, my dream. I be living in a nightmare every night when I'm having my dream, my dream, my dream. Chip, wake up. Alright, so those first two lines from the, the hook says, Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought a nigga shot me. So I think the first half of that sentence is pretty easy to understand, right? Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought a nigga shot me. Now, again, I probably said this multiple times on the podcast. You might be asking yourself, what does the word nigga mean? And it's extremely hard to explain in a short amount of time. But in this context, for the rest of this song, for this particular podcast episode, let's just say that the word nigga means man or guy or person. All right. I think that's going to make it much easier for you to understand what he means when he says a nigga shot me. What he's saying is last night I had a dream that somebody or some guy shot me. That's the idea. All right. So the next line, he says it again. Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought a nigga got me. So in this context, if somebody got me, it's kind of like saying somebody beat me. So let's imagine we're having a competition. And this story, if you think about it, is a competition, you know, a game of life and death because he's talking about somebody killing him, taking his life. So if somebody got him, it means that in that game of life and death, he and this other person are competing. The other person won. Because the other person killed him. So the other person got him. All right. That's the idea. Hopefully that makes sense. All right. So line number three, he says, but I'm glad it was a nightmare that I had when I was having my dream. OK. And a nightmare is just another word for a really bad dream, a terrifying dream, basically a horror movie when you go to sleep. That's a nightmare. Then the next line, he says, I be living in a nightmare every night when I'm having my dream. Now, just a quick detail I wanted to point out to you. He says, I be living in a nightmare. Now, if you think about it in a grammatical sense, that's not correct. But what he's just saying is, I typically live in a nightmare when I go to sleep. It's normal for me to have nightmares when I go to sleep. Okay. And then he quietly says, he's talking to himself when he says, Chip, wake up. My nigga, wake up. Chip, wake up. It's like he's in this bad dream. He's trapped inside of his mind. And he's talking to himself like, bro, wake the fuck up. It's just a dream. You know what I'm saying? All right. So now let's get on to the actual verse, the first verse of the song. All right. Let's check it out. My inception is more perfect than perfection. My recollection is King Chip was flexing. My inception is more perfect than perfection. My recollection is King Chip was flexing. Now I'll be 100% honest with you. I've heard this song hundreds of times. It's one of my favorite songs by King Chip. I don't know what the fuck he is talking about when he says, my inception is more perfect than perfection. Maybe he's referring to the movie Inception. I have absolutely no idea. And then he says, my recollection, which is basically my memory, right? Because when you recollect 
or a recollection is basically a reflection on some kind of memory, right? Um, so my recollection, my memory is that King Chip was flexing. Now the word flexing has many different meanings depending on the context. And again, I don't know what he's talking about when he says it in this context. So obviously that's not very helpful to you listening, but maybe that just helps you remember that even sometimes, uh, I said that wrong. Sometimes even native speakers don't understand every line of every song that we hear and it's totally normal. So don't feel too bad because we're stupid too, you know? All right. So let's get on to the next two lines of verse one. All right. Let's check it out. Having days I ruin my dreams. Fuck does that mean? Even in my dreams won't let you fuck with my team. Having deja vu in my dreams. Fuck does that mean? All right. So I'm sure you, you know what deja vu is. It's like when you're in the moment and for some strange reason, you just feel like what's happening right now has already happened at some point in your life before. So he's saying that he had deja vu in his dream. So you're dreaming and you have deja vu at the same time. And he's saying, fuck does that mean? So when somebody says this, it's actually really common, at least where I'm from, somebody will say, what the, you know, fuck does that mean? And really the the complete question is, what the fuck does that mean? You know, and I guess you might ask yourself, why do we say what the fuck instead of just what does that mean? But it's kind of putting extreme emphasis on the fact that you're confused. Like, what the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, you're really confused. And your brain is like, what the fuck? And you're also at the same time asking, what does that mean? So you kind of just uh, put the two things together. Like, man, fuck does that mean? It's really common to just cut off the first part of the question. And the way that you ask the question kind of implies that it's still a question. Fuck does that mean? You know, to me, it's obvious that the person is asking a question. All right. Then he says, even in my dreams, won't let you fuck with my team. So I guess what you should understand is that he's trying to say, I will never let you fuck with somebody that I love. Because when he says my team, he's referring to my friends, my partners, you know, people I share my life with, that kind of thing. My team, like a football team, my partners. So he's saying never in life would I let you mess with or fuck with or, you know, manipulate or do something bad to one of my best friends. You know, that's what he's saying. Not even in my dreams, right? Not in reality and not even in my dreams. Okay. All right. Let's get on to the next two lines. I went to go shoot the nigga who killed Hawk. Parked the whip around the corner, then got out and walked. I went to go shoot the nigga who killed Hawk. Parked the whip around the corner, then got out and walked. So what is he talking about here? He's in his dream, and now he's really starting to tell the story, right? The other lines were kind of, let's say, setting the scene or, you know, just kind of getting you into the song, let's say, a nice little introduction. But now he's really about to tell the story. So he's saying that he went to go kill the man who killed his best friend. And Hawk is the name of his best friend, okay? And the next line, he says, I parked the whip around the corner, then got out and walked. Now, whip is kind of like slang for a car, so if I say I'm driving my whip, it's the same thing as saying I'm driving my car. Now, not everybody uses this word or maybe not everybody understands this word. But where I'm from, it's, it's normal to say I parked the whip instead of I parked the car. So he went to go kill the man who killed his best friend and he parked the car right around the corner. 
So let's imagine that we have two streets that are intersecting each other, crossing each other. And the man is on street A and King Chip parks his car on street B around the corner. So he has to turn onto another street and park his car. Hopefully that makes sense, man. It would be much easier to explain that with images, but hopefully that makes sense. He parked his car around the corner on a different street, got out of his car and then walked to where the man was. That's what you should understand. All right, let's get on to the next two lines. So I'm standing in this driveway, chugging the brew. Let the tech nine sing while I scream for you. Saw him standing in the driveway, chugging the brew. Let the tech nine sing while I scream fuck you. So what is he saying here? That first line, saw him standing in the driveway, chugging the brew. Okay, so a driveway is basically the place where you park your car in front of a house. We call that the driveway. So this man apparently was standing in his driveway. And when he says chugging the brew, what he's really saying is drinking a beer. Okay, so chugging is typically like aggressively drinking something, right? Like, that's like chugging, you know, when you're really downing that beer in an aggressive fashion. Of course, he's just, I think he's using this word for artistic purposes, you know, he's writing basically musical poetry. So anyway, I just want you to understand what the word chugging means. It's typically used for drinking something. What he's saying is drinking a beer and brew is another word that some people use for beer. So I saw him standing outside of his house drinking a beer. Okay. The next line is let the tech nine sing while I screamed, fuck you. So he saw this man standing in front of his house drinking a beer and the tech nine is the name of a gun so when he says i let the tech nine sing he's saying i started firing my weapon i started shooting my gun you see what i'm saying and i guess he's just speaking figuratively i let my gun sing because it's making a very loud noise so i let my gun fire and at the same time as he was shooting his gun he was saying fuck you right obviously because this man killed his best friend Okay. Hopefully you're still with me. All right, let's get on to the next two lines. His next door neighbor thought that he was under attack. A couple rounds hit his house. He came out with the mech. All right, so it's important to remember he's telling a story. So these two lines that we just heard are continuing the story from the last few lines that we heard. So after King Chip starts shooting his gun at this person, he's saying that the man that he was shooting at that was standing in his driveway, his next door neighbor or the person that lives next to him on the street, that guy thought that he was under attack. He thought that somebody was trying to kill him. Somebody was trying to attack him. So that's what it means to be under attack. This means somebody is attacking you. It's just the way we say that. Okay. So the next line, a couple rounds hit his house. He came out with the Mac. When he says a couple rounds, what he's talking about is a couple of bullets. Round is another word for bullet in this case. Bullets are round. I don't know if that's the reason they call them rounds, but now you know. A couple of bullets hit his house and he came out with the Mac. So this next door neighbor who is not involved in the situation at all thought that he was under attack and he came out of his house with the Mac. And the Mac is another gun. It's another type of gun. So... He thought he was under attack and came outside with his gun. Okay? Hopefully, 
that makes sense. Let's get on to the next two lines. I did a Michael Vick, Jesse Owens, hauling ass, rolling, felt a tingle in my neck and in my chest, and kept going. I did a Michael Vick, Jesse Owens, hauling ass, rolling, felt a tingle in my neck and then my chest and kept going. And there's a lot to explain there. First, he said, I did a Michael Vick, Jesse Owens. I don't know who Jesse Owens is exactly, but I assume, just like Michael Vick, they're both football players. So what he's saying is, after he started shooting his gun, the next door neighbor of the man he was shooting at came outside with his gun and probably started shooting uh, back at King Chip, right? The person who's telling the story. So at that point, King Chip starts running. Obviously, if somebody's shooting a gun at you, you're probably going to run. So he's speaking figuratively when he says, I did a Michael Vick, Jesse Owens. He's saying he started running, you know, in a very agile way. Just imagine a football player trying not to get hit by other football players, right? Except this is a man trying not to get hit by bullets. <laughs> so he said, I did a Michael Vick, Jesse Owens, right? He's running away, hauling ass. Hauling ass is kind of like an expression that just means running very, very fast, running away from something typically very fast. All right. So I did a Michael Vick, Jesse Owens, hauling ass, rolling. I mean, it's hard to explain why he used the word rolling here, but just understand what he's trying to describe is him running away from bullets very, very fast. Then he says, felt a tingle. A tingle is like a sensation that you feel when something hits a nerve in your body. Okay. So he felt the tingle in his neck and in his chest, but he still kept running. Okay, and then the next line, I don't know if you can imagine already, I think what he's trying to describe is the fact that he was running away and one of the bullets hit his body, it hit a nerve, so there's a lot of adrenaline going on, he's scared, he's anxious, he's running away, so maybe he didn't feel it completely in the moment, but a bullet hit his body, probably in the neck or the chest or something like that, alright, so let's get on to the next two lines. Around the corner, hopped up in the hottie, peeled off, start coughing, couldn't stop coughing. Got around the corner, hopped up in the hottie, peeled off, start coughing, couldn't stop coughing. What does this mean? He's saying he was running away from the person that was shooting at him, right? He got around the corner, back to where his vehicle was, then he hopped up in the hottie. So this is just, you know, you could say it's slang. You know, it's just a, another way of saying that I got into my car, right? So if some people might say hop in the car, which is just another way of saying get in the car, right? So he's saying I got in my car and hottie apparently is another way of saying car. I don't know anybody that uses that word, but I understand it when I hear it. You know what I'm saying? So I got around the corner, got in my car, then I peeled off, okay, to peel off. I'm sure you've seen this in some kind of action movie. Somebody gets in the car and they they drive away really, really fast. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the peel off. I don't know why we say that, but, you know, your car is parked and you, you screech off and you leave really, really, really fast. That's what it means to peel off. So he got in this corner. He drove away. Then he started coughing and he couldn't stop coughing. Right. Apparently, the bullet probably hit his back or one of his lungs. And he's probably choking on blood or something like that. There's liquid in his lungs, which is why he's coughing. Hopefully I'm not explaining with too much detail. I just want to make sure you understand 
what's being said. All right, so let's get on to the last two lines of the verse. Looked up in the mirror, I was holding. Put the Buick over, said a prayer, then she woke me. Looked up in the mirror, I was holy. Pulled the Buick over, said a prayer, then she woke me. All right, so that first line, um, I'm assuming he literally looked up at the mirror, right? That mirror that uh, sits above your head when you're driving your car so you can see behind you. He looked up in the mirror. And when he says, I was holy, I think there's a couple ways you can understand these words. But because holy in a religious sense is kind of like sanctified, something godly, something sacred in a religious sense. But holy can also be understood as something that has holes in it. And if he just got hit by a bullet, there's a hole in his body. You know what I'm saying? So you can you can interpret it either way. I understand it as I'm saying that he got hit by some bullets and now there's holes in his body. But maybe on purpose, he used that word to make you think about both things. Because if you got hit by bullets, you're close to death. And maybe you think you're going to heaven. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. You can interpret it however you choose. But then the next line, he says, I pulled the Buick over. Now, this phrasal verb to pull over means when you're driving a car and you stop your car and you park it. So you're driving down the street and then you pull or you move your car to the side, you slow down, stop the car and you park. And the Buick is it's the name of a car here in the United States. Buick is a car company. So he's saying, I pulled my car over. I stopped my car. I said a prayer. I talked to God and then she woke me. So who is she? I guess he's talking about some the woman that he was sleeping next to. After that point in the dream, she woke him up. He He's not dreaming anymore. OK, that's the idea you should understand. So let's listen to the hook one more time and then we'll get on to verse two. Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought it never shocked me, shocked me, shocked me. Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought it never got me, got me, got me. I'm glad it was a nightmare that I had when I was having my dream, my dream, my dream. I be living in a nightmare every night when I'm having my dream, my dream, my dream. Shit, wake up. My nigga, wake up. Chip, wake up. Wake up. All right, again, that was uh, the hook of the song. Hopefully, it makes more sense to you now after you've heard it a couple times and I've explained it to you. Now we're going to get right on to verse two. Then we'll play probably the entire song again, just so you can hear it from start to finish. And that will be it for the episode, my friend. All right, let's get to it. The next night I went to sleep and continued my dream. When I dozed off, I woke up in that Buick and bleeding. The next night I went to sleep and continued my dream. When I dozed off, I woke up in that Buick and bleeding. All right, so now we're talking about the following day, the next night. He went to sleep again and the dream kind of just continued. When he dozed off or fell asleep, Right, to doze off is another way of saying to fall asleep. He woke up back in the car, still bleeding, right? Because he's been shot, obviously. So let's get on to the next lines. 
I merely picked up where I left off. I'm half dead on the 125th and my stolen asset. I merely picked up where I left off. I'm half dead on 125th in my stolen asset. So that first line, I merely picked up where I left off. The word merely is like a synonym for the word simply, right? So I simply picked up where I left off. And to pick up where you left off means to start exactly where you stopped. So what he's saying is, I went back to sleep and my dream started in the same place that it ended last night when she woke me up. Okay, nothing changed. I'm just right back where I was when I stopped dreaming last night. Then he says, I'm half dead on 125th in my stolen asset. So half dead, I think this is literal, right? He got shot. So he's half dead, he's dying, right? And then he says, on 125th, which is 125th, right? 125th, uh, the name of a street. So he's on 125th Street in my stolen asset. Uh, what you can understand is he's saying he's in a stolen car, right? An asset is, um, let's say, think of that's the simplest way I can describe that is something that's useful to you, something that has utility for you in your life. Why he chose this word, I think it was just being figurative. Again, he's he's writing a song, so I'm half dead on 125th Street in a stolen car, the car that he's driving. He stole from somebody. We don't know who, but that's the idea. All right. So let's get on to the next two lines. Started feeling around for my phone to call for help. Might have to drive right to the Cleveland Clinic myself. Started feeling around for my phone to call for help. Might have to drive right to the Cleveland Clinic myself. So what he's saying is, you know, he's in his car. He's on 125th Street and he started to feel around for his phone. Now, this is an expression that we use when we literally take our hand and we feel the area around us. So he's putting his hand on the car seats in between on the floor, you know, in between the seats and things like that, feeling, trying to see if he can feel his phone. He's not looking with his eyes because he's looking at the road. He's driving, but he's feeling with his hands, trying to find his phone so that he can call somebody and get some help. Okay. The next line might have to drive right to the Cleveland Clinic myself. This one is pretty self-explanatory. I think it's literal, you know, because maybe he can't call anybody to help him. So maybe he has to drive directly to the hospital by himself, half dead, bleeding with a bullet in his body. You know what I'm saying? That's what he's trying to describe. Okay. Now let's get on to the next two lines. Damn, this shit is starting to hurt, choking on blood. That nigga who just shot me is still coming on foot. All right. Damn, this shit is starting to hurt, choking on blood. That nigga who just shot me is still coming on foot. So that first line, damn, this shit is starting to hurt. The word damn is kind of like an exclamation. You know, when you feel surprised or you feel pain or you're mad, it's like, damn, right? So he's saying, damn, this shit is starting to hurt. This bullet, this wound, this shit is starting to hurt. I'm choking on blood. So like I said before, he probably got shot in the back and now his lungs which is the part of the body that's used to breathe, is full of blood, okay? So he's choking, literally. Then he says, that nigga who just shot me is still coming on foot. So again, the man who just shot me, right? And shot is the past tense of shoot, which is what you do with your gun. The man who just shot me is still coming on foot. 
which literally means the guy who shot me is coming after me. He's behind me, but he's on foot. He's literally running. He's not in a car. He's nothing like that. He's coming on foot. Okay? Next two lines. Started panicking. Then remember, still had some bullets left. Hurt the up protect, but I up protect. Let him feel it. Started panicking. Then remembered, still had some bullets left. Hurt to up the tech, but I up the tech. Let him feel it. Yeah. All right. So that first line, what he's saying is when he realized that man was still behind him, coming on foot, still trying to kill him, he started to panic. Right. But then he remembered, oh, I got a gun, too. I still have some bullets. Okay. so when he says the word left, this normally describes something that we still have. So you might ask somebody, do we have any chicken left? Which means we had chicken yesterday or sometime in the past. Do we still have some? Is there any left? Okay. So he remembered that he still has some bullets. Now, in the next sentence, he says, hurt to up the tech. What he's saying, the tech, again, is the name of his gun. And he's saying that he has a bullet in his body. So it even hurts to lift his gun to shoot it. Okay. So it hurt to up the tech. But I up the tech and let him feel it. So he's saying, even though it hurts to lift my gun and shoot it, I still lifted my gun and I shot it. I let him feel it, which is like a, a way of saying, you know, it's another way of saying I let him have it or another way of saying I gave him something. And in this case, he's giving the guy bullets. Right. So it hurts to lift this gun, but I lift it anyway and I shoot it. That's the main. That's the idea that you should understand. All right. Let's get on to the next two lines. Yeah, I hit him, but he was still coming to bust a shot. Duck down in that Buick, but damn, nigga got shot. Yeah, I hit him, but he was still coming and busting shots. Duck down in the Buick, but damn, nigga got shot. So he's saying, I lifted my gun and I shot him. And yeah, I hit him, right? I got him. One of my bullets hit his body, but he was still coming, busting shots. So even though I shot him, he was still coming after me, shooting at me busting shots so to bust a shot is bow to shoot your gun bow 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 <laughs> and then the next line he says hit a couple corners no that's not what he said the next line he says ducked down in the buick but damn nigga got shot so to duck down basically means to lower your body to lower the the, the top half of your body so that something probably doesn't hit you in the head or anything like that. It means just to get low. So he ducked down in his car, trying not to get hit by the bullets. You see what I'm saying? Just imagine that if somebody's shooting at you and, and you're in a car, what would you naturally do? You would try to get low to duck the bullets. Okay. Then he says, but damn, a nigga got shot. So even though he got low, he was trying to duck the bullets. He still got shot. The bullets still hit him. All right. Let's get on to the next two lines. Another one to the back. I'm burning rubber, hit a couple corners. Started thinking about my mother. Another one to the back. I'm burning rubber. Hit a couple corners. Started thinking about my mother. Alright, so that first line, another one to the back. He's just talking about another bullet. Alright, so he ducked down and another bullet hit him in the back. Now when he says I'm burning rubber. This goes back to the idea of driving a car, going really, really fast. Because when you burn rubber, it's when somebody's driving a car and the tires start to screech. The tires are making that sound because they're, let's say, rubbing against the ground. Uh, and 
the rubber starts to burn, right? You understand. You, you know what I'm talking about. So then that next line, he says, hit a couple corners. It just means to turn onto another street. So he turned onto a couple of different streets. And it was around that time he started to think about his mother, right? He's dying at this point, And that's what he's thinking about. All right. So let's get on to the last two lines. Wishing I could say bye to my son, dying lonely. I exhale, said a prayer. This Last night working. I had a dream. Wishing I could say bye to my son, dying lonely. I exhaled, said a prayer, then she woke me. So, these last two lines are pretty literal, pretty self-explanatory. You know, like I said, he's dying at this point, thinking about his mother, wishing that he could say goodbye to his son before he dies, but he's alone, you know, in a stolen car on 125th Street with bullets in his body, just dying, lonely, you know. Then he says, I exhaled, said a prayer, then she woke me. So, to exhale means to let air leave your body. So you inhale, the air goes into your body, then you exhale. That's exhale, okay? So I exhaled, I said a prayer, right? I talked to God, and then she woke me. So just like the first verse, you know, we're arriving at the end of the dream, and somebody, this woman, wakes him up and kind of, uh, you know, ends the nightmare for him. You know what I'm saying? So that's the main idea. Now, instead of just playing the entire hook again, I'm actually going to play the entire song one more time. So hopefully you'll be able to understand every line or at least most of the lines a little bit better. Be able to enjoy the song a little bit more. And then we'll get out of here, my friend. All right. So let's get to it. Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought a nigga shot me, shot me, shot me. Last night I had a dream. I woke up and thought a nigga got me, got me, got me. But I'm glad it was a nightmare that I had when I was having my dream, my dream, my dream. I be living in a nightmare every night when I'm having my dream, my dream, my dream. Chip, wake up. My nigga wake up, chip wake up My nigga wake up My inception is more perfect than perfection My recollection is King Chip was flexion Having days I ruin my dreams, fuck does that mean? Even in my dreams, won't let you fuck with my team I went to go shoot the nigga who killed Hawk Parked the whip around the corner, then got out and walked So I'm standing in this driveway, chugging the brew Let the tech nine sing while I scream fuck you This next door neighbor thought that he was under attack A couple rounds hit his house, he came out with the Mac I did a Michael Vick, Jesse Owens, hauling ass Rolling, felt a tingle in my neck and in my chest And kept going, got around the corner, hopped up in the hottie Peeled off, start coughing, couldn't stop coughing Looked up in the mirror, I was holding Pulled the Buick over, said a prayer, then she woke me Last night I had Wake up, chip, wake up, 
The next night I went to sleep and continued my dream When I dozed off, I woke up in that Buick and bleeding I merely picked up where I left off I'm half dead on the 125th And my stolen asset started feeling around for my phone and call for help Might have to drive right to the Cleveland Clinic myself Damn, this shit is starting to hurt, choking on blood That nigga who just shot me is still coming on foot Started panicking, then remember still had some bullets left Hurt the upper tech, but I upper tech let him feel it Yeah, I hit him, but he was still coming and busting shot Duck down in that Buick, but damn, nigga got shot Another one to the back, I'm burning rubber Hit a couple corners, started thinking about my mother Wishing I could say bye to my son, dying lonely I exhale, said a prayer, then Last she woke Last night I had a dream, I woke up and thought a nigga shot me, shot me, shot me Last night I had a dream, I woke up and thought a nigga got me, got me, got me I don't matter what you make me Thank God she woke Thank God she woke Cause a nigga thought he was gone A nigga thought he was gone y'all again hopefully you enjoyed the song it's a really when you stop and analyze the lyrics man and the story he's telling it's a really good song it's one of my favorites so um that's it for now i highly recommend and i'll put some links and stuff like that also the lyrics to the song in the show notes for this episode i believe this is episode 49 so you can go to lifeinenglish.net slash ep49 that's lifeinenglish.net slash ep49 and uh, I'll put some links to King Chip's website, you know, some other music from him. You can check him out, get to know him. You definitely will not regret it. All right. But that's it for this episode, man. This is Life in English. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you later. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.